Developing the Leader Within is a podcast that focuses on leadership, management, and career development. We nosedive into the areas that are holding you back from your full potential. Let us begin. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Developing the Leader Within. I'm Enrique Acosta-Gonzalez, and today I have Lane Ballone with me. Uh, he is the second part of a book that I've been chomping on, and I'll just put that up here, Unleashing Your Humble Alpha, right? He's the, he's the, uh, the co-author. There you go, right? You have it on, <laughs> on both ends, and that's great. So we're going to be talking about some things that have come since we did uh, our last podcast with uh, the, the other co-author, which, you know, Stephen Kuhn, you know, you look on the bottom there, and Lane. Um, and, and we're going to see all the advancements that have come throughout the months since we did that. Uh, but we also going to speak specifically about leadership and humility. Uh, and I, as I was talking to Lane here before we, we got started, uh, if not the most important, uh, one of the most important qualities a leader can have. But uh, before we get into all the good things that we're going to be talking about, Lane, please introduce yourself. Give us your background and uh and what you're doing yeah thank you for having me on and thanks Stephen, for uh introducing us uh steven's such a great guy and if you haven't listened to that be sure to go check that out <laughs> um yeah so i'm lane balone i uh grew up in a small town in oklahoma uh joined the military out of high school and uh, had a lot of drive passion but didn't have any direction military gave that to me and i eventually joined the special forces and uh, did some incredible things, some awesome experiences, uh, learned a lot about myself, deployed to, you know, uh, Iraq a couple times and uh, did a lot of, a lot of amazing things. And then uh, after 12 years, I decided that I wanted to uh, do something different and I didn't know what that was. And it was difficult to transition to a career that I loved and was very good at to an unknown. And but I listened to my intuition. And uh, so uh, fast forward a couple of years, uh, Stephen Kuhn and I, we uh, co-own a vetpreneur tribe, uh, almost five or 15,000 veteran entrepreneurs. And uh, we're currently sharing the uh, humble alpha movement. And uh, just really excited to be here. Yeah, no, thank you. I, you know, it's, uh, I've, I've been silently watching. I've been doing special op stuff. <laughs> <laughs> silently watching off the side you guys career and all you've been uh participating in and it's uh refreshing i told steven in our in our episode that hey i, I met you at uh you know the the make orlando uh and uh and and that was a good event um and you know you know fast forward and you mentioned something that's so critical to most of the people that i deal with which are the veteran community um, is, is that transition piece and finding your own, right? Because we assimilate to the program. We know what we need to do, how we need to do it and when we need to do it. But then, you know, you leave and then what happened, right? But uh, so I'm, I'm so happy that you were able to find that place because man, look what's come. <laughs> this is <laughs> your journey and the things that you guys have been in uh, it's very refreshing because there's a lot of folks that come out of the military don't know what to do, uh, but but you're showing it. So thank you for that. Um, so we're talking leadership and humility. 
wow, what what a subject, right? Because this is something that's not inherent to veterans on the military <laughs> community. Uh, you know, there's, uh, it, you know, your book is uh, unleashing your humble alpha, and and we're all type A. So, so, uh, yeah. so, so how did you, how did you get to the point to uh, start developing something like this? Yeah. So it's really about Stephen and I looking back at our whole life experience and then connecting the dots, so to speak. And I think that what we really found was that everybody has an invisible presence about them. And I kind of equate this to wisdom. And this is how you differentiate wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom is this undifferentiated thing that you have that you can pull knowledge out of, you know? And so that's, for me, a leader has, and, and the more a leader can cultivate this invisible presence of wisdom, they can then direct whatever action, whatever advice, whatever speech, whatever message that they need to, to say in that moment, that's going to really provide value for what is in that situation. So it's, it's really about taking all this masculine alpha uh, qualities and then taking a step back and looking at what's the invisible kind of presence behind it. And whenever we really dive into that, there's, there's these really fundamental principles and values that once we figure that out about ourselves to include our identity and our purpose, and it's that much easier for us to take massive action when needed to communicate a direct message when the moment calls for it. Yeah, no, I, you, you mentioned a couple of things there uh, in invisibility, right? That, that's, that's just so unknown and so, uh, you know, not tangible to most people, right? The things that are unknown, that they're unseen, and then you have to rely on those things, right, to grab them, right? You, you have to grab them, you have to get a hold of that, uh, but it takes a real uh, step back, as you mentioned, it takes a real dedicate a step back to void yourself of what you've been looking at for years upon years and and equating that to the way it is and the way it should be versus an intangible thing as a as a inner reflective thing a self to bring out so that you can see it and 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 all of that takes a lot of work a lot of digging, a lot of uh, reflection, a lot of staying still. And for most people, staying still is hard, right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yesterday, I was, I was uh, uh, mentioning on a, on a comment, you know, about how hard 2020 has been. And, you know, I, I, I know that there are a lot of people that have uh, suffered. You know, this it has been hard. But as I have reflected on what I've been able to do in 2020 was actually stay still and grow, which is amazing. Uh, but it kind of it, it kind of goes back to what you were saying about, uh, you know, finding yourself, finding something inside within you that's going to propel you into this life that you guys call humble alpha. Yeah, and I think an important thing is that whenever you figure out this identity piece and these kind of invisible purpose, then it allows you to take that action towards whether it's a business, whether it's a project, whether it's a joint venture, whatever it is that you're doing that 
it is in alignment and you're able to amplify it. And I know you and Steven had spoke about the, you know, this figuring out your identity and purpose and then allowing your business almost as a vehicle to amplify that, that thing within you personally. And it's, uh, you know, it's a really subtle thing to, you know, look in, look within yourself to say, you know, what am I really about? What do I really want to accomplish? You know, and to be able to take away the titles, take away the accolades and experience and use that as a way to communicate to uh, an audience, uh, a community, a population, and bring that tangibility back into the, the works. And so you're, you're taking a step back, developing the intangible, and then you're moving forward along with the tangible to have this kind of uh, dance of the tangible and intangible, but using it in such a way that's incredibly powerful, but also uh, people can like sink their teeth into it. They can grab it because you're adding in the experience and the stories and uh, the tangibility aspect. And, uh, you know, mixing the two, I think is a, a really potent um and gre- or two important ingredients for uh, successful leadership. I, I definitely believe that. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, reflecting on the word humble alpha because most people see alpha as a very strong, driven person. You know, there's no weaknesses. And then a lot of people see humility as a form of weakness. And so they think that if they bring humility into their alpha uh, execution, they'll become less potent, le- you know, less strong. And, and it's completely opposite. Uh, the, the very word humble alpha, it shows that you can still be in that lead position. Uh, you don't lose traction. You actually gain momentum and makes you actually execute a whole lot better. So when you when you guys titled the book this, I was like, that's perfect. When you're talking about uh, revealing an inner strength that not that it does not detract from your alpha position, it actually enhances your alpha position to be able to lead. And so I love that you guys chose that uh, as a as a title. Yeah, and it's cool that. You know, we talk about that invisible presence and that's for me, that's the humility aspect that you have this plethora of experience. You have all this skills and this knowledge within you and yet you don't have to showcase it. And that's where the the alphaness comes in. And it's like, okay, I have all this stuff within me. I know how to execute. I know how to perform at a high level. I know how to motivate and empower my team, but only applying it in the moment when it needs to be. That's where the alphaness comes in. And, and I think that a lot of, you know, quote, old school alphas where they're, you know, very cocky, chip on their shoulder, got to prove something to the world. They overcompensate that alphaness, that, that action taking, that direct communication. And by mixing the two, by, by operating from that presence, that invisible presence point of view, and then only when I need to, as a leader, inject a certain direct message or certain, um, you know, if you want to call it tasks, then I'm able to do that. But for the most part, I am bringing out that greatness within my team members and being able to extract 
that greatness that they already have within. And as a leader, that's how I see my role is not to, you know, have the answer, not to direct traffic. Now, of course, we do that when we need to, but it's more about empowering and extracting greatness. And if you come from that place, then it makes the organization as a whole that much more innovative, that much more effective, that much more high performing, and ultimately leading to whatever the vision and mission for the company is. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 as you was talking, I, I remember a young sailor that uh, uh, told me once, uh, and this is going back to, you know, the humble alpha, uh, they were in a situation and they, you know, they had to figure it out, but they asked themselves, what would senior do? And, and you know, that's the, that's that invisible. You're, you're actually leading with a quality that allows someone to interject you because they know that you are leading from a, a, a humility standpoint and they go to ask, man, what would that, they reference you without you actually being there. And so that's when you know that you've been leading uh, with humility at the center of your leadership scheme, right? Your, your, your circle. And so uh, it, it's amazing how uh, humility empowers you to do even things like that. Be, uh, be present in someone's mind for them to refer still to you as a leader without you being there. So we talked about, uh, you, you know, you talked about actions, right? Some, uh, some massive action. Um, uh, and all of this, and, and that's what I love about the book, it, it, it puts you in a position where you can actually take that a massive action because now you are coming from a position of inner strength uh, that doesn't have to be displayed uh, and it, it actually, it, your inner strength speaks for your, for you. Um, uh, so what about these massive actions that, uh, that now I'm able to, uh, you know, execute on? Yeah. So for me, it, it really allows me to be very strategic and I'm a guy that likes to identify keystones. And most people are familiar with keystones as far as architecture, you know, the brick that holds, that locks everything in. Well, it's, it's those keystones that we can identify to um, take an action that has five, six, seven order of, of effects of layered efficiency, layered uh, impact. And for me, being able to do one massive action wholeheartedly with full enthusiasm and knowing that there's seven dominoes that are going to fall because of that, it's much easier for me to operate in a, in a strategic keystone mindset. And I think that that's what allows for this, this operating under humility and then taking massive action in these, in these moments when needed. And I think the, probably the most important question is, what does the moment call for right now? And if we can answer that with, okay, do I need to empower? Do I need to ask a, a very keystone question to one of my team members? Or do I need to take massive action that is in alignment with this kind of keystone strategic mindset to allow seven dominoes to fall instead of me doing seven different actions with each action only one domino falling because of that? And so it allows us to think more of a think more like a, an architect 
or a designer of an ecosystem. And so when, when we're taking action, it's not, okay, I got to do seven things. It's okay. What are the things that I can do that three or four, seven things happen because of that. And when you start thinking of this, you know, this kind of mindset, it allows for your, your, you know, processing of your brain, your time, your attention, your focus to then think of ways in which, how can I set up a system or design a mechanism in my business or in my life to enjoy more stuff, you know, have more quality of life to have more impact. And of course, you know, when we're talking about business, like how do I make more revenue with more keystone actions? And so it just kind of changes your way of thinking to, instead of me having to hustle and grind and doing a lot of action that may only each step only it takes one step versus one action leads to many, many different steps. And it doesn't have to be me that's taking all the action. Yeah. You, um, yeah. I love that. Um, you guys spoke about partnership alignment because you mentioned alignment earlier and you mentioned alignment again, but partnership alignment and in line with business, um, you know, the humble alpha uh, methodology, the, the mindset of that allows you to partner, uh, and in this case, partnership, uh, uh, and align with partners a whole lot better. Um, you know, uh, and so, so talk to me a little bit about the partnership of life. Yeah. So, uh, for those that have seen interstellar, uh, I'll try to explain it. It's, it was a really cool, I love the movie. Uh, but there's a part of the mo uh, movie where, the you know Matthew McConaughey is trying to dock his spaceship into the bigger spaceship thing, and so at the, at one point in the movie, the the bigger spaceship was out of control. It was spiraling out of control, and he was trying to do the impossible by basically connecting or docking his ship, and so he had to do a whole bunch of mechanisms and movements and maneuvers to get at the same speed, get at the same trajectory as the other bigger spaceship and so the reason why i say this is this is these are like two different people trying to connect and align in a meaningful way and oftentimes it's very difficult if one person doesn't know what they're about where they're going and where they came from and so by having one person that has this kind of past present and future kind of mapped out and, and it doesn't have to be set in stone but they generally know where they're going and, and who they're about or what they're about. Same thing with the, with the other partner, whenever they are aligned with who they are, where they're coming from, where they're going, it's that much easier for them to connect to a line or to kind of dock like they, like those spaceships in the movie. And in the book, we talk about three different uh, principles, very simple, and it's past performance, current values and vision for the future past, present, and future. And so it's, it's able to allow it, when you define that for yourself, it's much easier for you to identify a complementary partner and, or a partner that lives by the same values as, as you, that is in a similar vision. And maybe one person has 60% of the vision or 80% of the vision, and the other has the other half, or they come together and co-create the vision and kind of make it better than what it would be if they only did it themselves. And so by finding this alignment with yourself first, 
and then finding another partner that is aligned with those same values and, and a similar trajectory, well, it's much easier for that alignment to happen. And then you can move forward in a cohesive, uh, easy flowing and impactful, you know, way forward. Yeah, I, I love that relationship building uh, schematic that you just throw that <laughs> through there because it really is a roadmap to, to all relationships if you really think about it. The very first factor is you. And if you don't know you, how can you know how to dock with someone <laughs> else? And, 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 yeah. and the, the, the major struggle in relationship is that most people don't know themselves. And if you can do that, uh, wow. What what a uh, what a benefit that would be to future relationships because you will be able to identify whether you can even in strenuous circumstances as you know you you mentioned in the movie the ship is going all kind of haywire still be able to say I can connect with this person because number one I know myself and number number two I know about them and what we're sinking on. And that's, that's wonderful. Um, you know, in, in the world of leadership, uh, there's always, uh, and we were talking about massive actions, uh, but there's a simple action that really kind of uh, get, get, uh, get us in trouble. It's the simple things that, you know, if they're not taken care of, really multiply into some massive thing. But, you know, when we're wielding leadership, uh, there are so many ways to do that. Um, but as I just mentioned, the very first thing that a leader has to do is know themselves and know their capabilities. Um, what have you seen in terms of uh, wielding leadership when you talk about humble alpha uh, and how would you, you know, suggest that, that we do that? Yeah. So I think being able to know where you stand and, and know where you're at in this present moment as a leader in terms of your experience, uh, what position that you hold and how your position fits into the bigger picture and, and being just perfectly okay with that. And, you know, we, uh, you know, Steve and I talk about, you know, those people that are leaders within an organization that are, they don't have a title or a role or they may not be the traditional leader, but they're the go-to person that for whatever reason, they're, you know, you know, for all intents and purposes, lower on the totem pole, but right. yet they make stuff happen and people glue to them and they're saying, oh, well, they're, they always figure it out or they're always a, a help with figuring out or whatever the case may be. So it's like being able to tap into that almost, uh, I don't want to say everything that you touch is gold kind of thing, but you, we can be those, per, those people that just make magic happen or make stuff happen. And if we just remove the, the role, the position, and just get to that kind of state or that kind of person. And so it doesn't matter where you're at. And you can actually use your title and a position to amplify that kind of go-to-ness or that, that everything I touch is gold kind of thing. And then spread that out to everybody in your team or everybody in your organization that you can positively influence. And so I think that it goes back to that invisible field or invisible presence of, you know, using your titles, using your accolades and experience as a tool to 
amplify that invisible presence. And the more we can tap into that, I think the, the, the easier organizations will be to know how they fit into the bigger picture and then be able to tap into that invisible presence and create innovative solutions, um, perform very efficient tasks and, and think more of like a keystone strategic mindset to be able to know that if I do this one thing, three things are gonna happen because of it versus me doing one, two, three things. And when an organization has that mindset, sky's the limit. The innovation is just part of the culture. And then we start to ask ourselves, okay, we're performing really high, we're making revenue, we have an important mission. Well, let's embed some of that quality of life that we know that is so important, um, which is something that Stephen and I really like to talk about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, you mentioned that and, and, and immediately in my head, it's all about <laughs> quality, quality of life. Of life. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so I, I, I know. And so let's talk a little bit about the, the book. Uh, what, you know, what has transpired since, you know, I last had an interview with Steven and uh, there is something new that just came out. I saw it. So I'll let you talk <laughs> about that. <laughs> Yeah, so Stephen and I, we're still excited about uh, sharing the book. And uh, as of this recording, uh, it's now on Audible. So I know that many leaders, many high performers have, you know, a, a very uh, deep love for audiobooks, as do I. And uh, we're glad that it's on Audible and it's on iTunes as well. So uh, very excited to get the book on Audible. Uh, but yeah, it, the book, if, uh, you know, someone hasn't listened to the uh, Stevens interview, um, you know, we, we break the book down into five different sections. And the first two sections are about you as an individual, individual leader, individual ownership of your journey, uh, with the first one being about your identity, really digging deep on who you are and how you interact in the world. And then from that position, we're able to figure out and clarify your purpose and we define that as the what you do and how do you take that action? So you see that common theme of we figure out this invisible who we are and how we interact. And then we move on to the tangible what we do, the actions that we take. Once we have that figured out, we move on to the next three sections. Uh, section three being uh, empower. Basically, how do we empower our team? How do we bring greatness about our entire culture in our organization, our teams? And then from there, we, we build upon that momentum and invest in relational capital. And we focus on how do we amplify what our company or our team does with outside teams? So expanding it into joint ventures, partnerships, and being able to increase or, or amplify our individual purpose through the vehicle of our business. And then the company's vision and mission. And then we amplify it even more by finding complementary partners. And then of course, the last section is about quality of life and being able to bring all of the stuff that we talked about home and ensuring that we don't work ourselves to death. And we don't just perform really high levels and make a lot of money, that we are intentional about our life and our business and we embed quality of life in every single moment. And one of the de definitions that we define quality of life is that you know, we are enjoying every single present moment because we design our life intentionally. So if we're having fun, if we're in business, if we're in a meeting, if we're having, you know, some kind of, 
you know, interaction in a relationship, that all those things are intentional. And therefore, because we are intentional about our life, that we can fully enjoy that moment. And then we just go from one enriching moment to the next. Yeah, I love that, that methodology uh, that you guys lay out in the book. Uh, folks, if you have not uh, already, Unleashing Your Humble Alpha is everywhere and available even now on audio. So uh, get, get a copy, get educated out. I'm loving the book uh, and I appreciate uh, having uh, got it. Uh, and if, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, what would be the best way to do that? Social media, uh, we, ha you know, we have uh, Humble Alpha pages. Um, you can just search Humble Alpha on Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach out to Steven and I personally, whether that's on LinkedIn, Facebook. Um, and I'm also on Instagram. I do a lot of fun stuff. I like kind of like the behind the scenes stuff at Increase Freedom. And uh, yeah, if, if, you, if people want to get the book, they can go to humblealpha.com slash Amazon. That's where you can get the Kindle or the print version. And if you want to get the audio book, you can go to humblealpha.com slash audible. Outstanding. Well, folks, you, you heard it there. And uh, uh, Lane, thank you for being with me today. I know you guys uh, in Colorado uh, sharing uh, kind of crisp air like we are in Florida. So, <laughs> um, And uh, I appreciate the time you spent with us. Thank you for co-authoring this book. I wish you all success. Uh, you know, I'm all about success. So <laughs> I wish you all success and, and continued uh, blessings on your journey, uh, not only with the book, but with the business and the tribe that you have going for you. Uh, folks, if you want to get a hold of Lane, go ahead through the social media and we'll make sure to put all that information as part of the video or the comments uh, so that you can be able to do that. Uh, but uh, we were talking about leadership and humility, people. Humility is one of those intangibles, but are so tangible when you have to execute it. I wish everyone to get a hold of humility. Uh, and uh, I wish you all well. As we continue and, and we love to close out this show, uh, success to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I'd love to hear suggestions for our future shows or any remarks you may have that will help us improve. Until then, success to you.